What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Recess. I'm your host, Reed Burvick, and today we're talking about family conflict. Let's get into it. All right, so welcome in, everybody. It's a beautiful Tuesday here in the world, and we are here, and we are breaking away from whatever we were doing today for 15 minutes and we're going to chat and we're going to learn and we are going to step into conversations about conflict. Now, everybody knows that life has conflict. Anybody who's worked a job, anybody who's been a part of a family, anybody who's left their house, you don't got to leave your house. Conflict is everywhere. All of us have experienced relational conflict in some way, shape or form. Now, our view of relational conflict, the way we handle conflict, the way we see it, it's often shaped by our family of origin. And one of the big reasons I want to talk about this today is because our view of conflict will continue to move unchecked, will continue to operate however we learned it. Now, if that's healthy, that's great. But a lot of us did not grow up with healthy views or experiences surrounding conflict. So in order to grow, a lot of times we have to be self-aware of where we came from so we can decide to make decisions about where we want to go. And that's why we're here today. So it's this age-old question, this age-old kind of therapy. Oh, everything goes back to the family of origin. So much of it does. So much of it does. Understanding how our family fought, how they didn't fight, how they handled conflict. This is key in us knowing how to make healthy decisions moving forward. So family conflict. There's a lot of different types of family conflict. There's a lot of different nuances. And there's a lot of different reactions on the backside or or moving into our adult life. So let's talk about just a few um, family conflict styles. So one is constant conflict. Some families experience heavy conflict. The dynamic centers around fighting. It's constantly occurring. It's always going on no matter what. Somebody's beefing with somebody else. There's yelling, maybe. Maybe there's just argumentation, but it's constant conflict. This can vary from super chaotic abusive dynamics to less intense environments fighting is frequent it's maybe not as harmful but it's there a lot of time it's there a lot of time and people who live in constant conflict can do a lot of different things they can create a tolerance for conflict maybe they were active in the conflict and so they have no problem shouting they have no problem arguing they have no problem entering into conflict right it also could lead towards fleeing conflict later in life. If I grew up in an environment with heavy conflict and I hated it, maybe I wasn't often in the conflict. Maybe I was kind of just watching it. Maybe I watched my parents fight a lot and I hated it. Maybe I'll flee conflict in my adult life because the intensity was scary for me growing up. I didn't feel safe, so I'm going to flee it. So people could handle this in different ways. Another type of family conflict style is conflict avoidant. Some families completely ignore conflict. They want to uphold a status quo. Maybe they're they're fearful of the ramifications of bringing it up. 
within this, there's two different types, okay? A family who completely ignores. Everything swept under the rug. Conflict is never addressed. Everybody plays nice. There's no repair. If there is a blow up, if there is a quick rupture, right? It's just moved on. It's ignored. It's quote unquote forgotten. Another type could be passive aggressive. Conflict is felt beneath the surface. It's never directly talked about. So I think passive aggressive behaviors, comments, grudges can be common here. So the passive aggressive, which is a tough one because like you don't fully ignore it, but you really kind of do and things just stir and stir and stir. Out of conflict avoidant homes, a lot of people will continue maybe in the passive aggressive dynamic, they'll be a passive aggressive person with conflict because that's what their family modeled. Those who completely ignore, conflict will be scary for these people. It'll be terrifying a lot of times. They don't want to do it because they don't know how to do it. They don't want to do it because they don't know how to do it. And so these are some ramifications. Now, healthy conflict. Some people grow up in families where conflict is done in a really healthy way. It centers around the act of repair. Well, we've talked about repair before. So individuals are moving towards reforming family connections. There's honest descriptions of the issue at hand. There's inviting language instead of blame shifting and attacking language. People own their mistakes. Needs are expressed. Hey, you did this. Here's what I need from you moving forward. Is that possible? So this is done well. There is repair. There is resolution. There is restoration of relationships. This is done. I would honestly argue that this is probably done the least often, but it is done. We see families like this. We see people like this who are good at conflict. So these are kind of three main types of conflicts. There's other styles. There's nuances depending on family, of course. There's nuances in reactions into adult life. But I think this is really, really important for us to talk about because like I said on the front end, we will continue to address conflict in our adult life based on our family dynamics until we make the choice to pursue something different. As we grow older, we gain a new responsibility to live our life how we want to live it. The patterns, the habits, the neural pathways that we strengthen growing up, we will keep doing those unless we decide to do something different. So we have to know what we came from to choose where we want to go moving forward. For those who grew up in conflict-heavy families, we might need to realize our emotions need to be regulated. We need to be grounded. We need to be centered before we engage in conflict. Maybe emotions in our families ran high. Maybe intensity of arguments were too much. People were emotionally dysregulated. They weren't grounded. They weren't centered. And people said things they wish they wouldn't have said hurtful things and ground was not covered in a good way. Maybe we need to realize, okay, I need to take a step away for 25 minutes. I need to breathe. I need to calm down, go for a walk, whatever. If we grew up in a conflict averse family, we might need to realize that our aversion to conflict is based on the fear that if we face conflict, our relationships will cease to exist. Those who grew up in a conflict avoided a family 
oftentimes are afraid of conflict because they don't know that it's possible to get through it. They'll avoid it because they think, if I bring this up, this is going to shatter the relationship they've never repaired before. And so they need to realize, hey, if I enter into this conflict, maybe there is a possibility for continued relationship afterwards. There's a lot of different things that we need to realize. So this conversation for me right now isn't necessarily to unlock everything that healthy conflict looks like. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. But this is just a very early conversation so that we can become more aware. How did your family handle conflict? And how did you feel about it when conflict arose? Were you uncomfortable? Do you remember hiding in your room? Do you remember joining in or leading the charge? Did you like it at all? How did you feel about it? How did you interact? What, were, what was your role in conflict? Were you a defender of others? Were you an attack-oriented person? Were you just kind of a fly on the wall? Were you avoiding it like crazy? Where did you stand? If we can get to a place where we understand our roles, we can understand how we operate at a base level. And then we can start thinking about, do I like where I operate on a base level? Do I enjoy how I handle conflict? And if not, how can I move forward? How can I move forward? Amidst this whole conversation too, we lived in our families, many of us, whether it was our families, wherever we grew up, if it was in a foster system, the environments we were raised in, the environments where conflict was modeled, we live with that. For many years. And if it's unhealthy, many unchecked years. As we grow, as we try to decide how we want to handle conflict, we have to give ourselves grace. We have to operate from a place of patience. Because if we live for 18 years in a family with unhealthy conflict styles, how are we going to do that overnight? How are we going to fix that and remedy that overnight? It's impossible. We have to temper our expectations a little bit to know that this is a growth thing. This is not linear. This is a path that we're on. And we're going to choose every day to make the best decisions that we can. And if we miss the mark, we miss the mark. It happens. But we have to know where we're going. And to know where we're going, we often have to know where we come from. And that's why knowing our family conflict style is so important. It's so important. And you can choose to do something different, 110%. You can choose to do something different. And that is a beautiful thing. Family conflict is no joke. Conflict in general is no joke. It's difficult. We don't necessarily like it. Maybe we like it a little bit too much. Regardless, though, becoming self-aware, becoming aware of our family dynamics is a huge point of growth. And that is our purpose and was our purpose in today's conversation. And that's the end. Finn, we're going to put a stamp on it. 11 minutes and 42 seconds right now. Anyways, y'all, I hope you have a really good rest of your day. I appreciate you. If you're listening to this, would love a subscribe. Would love you to rate. How, 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 how do you like it? Is it helpful? Is it engaging? I got all my socials linked underneath. Feel free to DM me, tweet at me if you want any sort of questions. If you want a topic to be covered, go ahead. Go ahead and do those things. All right, y'all. I hope you have a great rest of your day.